Today is July 8th, and the Yankees have won another series the hard way, losing the first game, winning the next two. Some bad, bad pitching performances from, I don't know if you'll be able to guess it, we'll get into it, and some good pitching performances from, I don't know if you'll be able to guess it, but we'll get into it. Two wins, some good baseball. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. What's up, everybody? Thank you very much for joining, joining and tuning in. It's Sunday. The Yankees won another series. It's nice. It's good. We're in the middle of summer right now. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have Jake coming to you from Denver. He's a transplanted Yankee fan. I was a transplanted Yankee fan, but I'm currently living in New Jersey for the summer. What's up, Jake? How you doing? How's your weekend? You're cool for the summer, man. So cool for the summer. Don't tell your mother. I'm good, man. Good big party last night. Part A. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Wow, partying. Uh, Mark, Mark and Brittany, who we're friends with, they live next to a guy named Dave. Neighbor Dave. Okay. And neighbor Dave's like a uh, cop. He's like he's like a Burning Man type guy. Like he Hippie. drives a van. Yes, he like drives a van to Burning Man every year, kind of thing. He's he throws a big Fourth of July party every year, but Fourth of July was on a Wednesday, so he didn't. He's been doing it for like a decade, and so Mark's Mark's pretty. Uh, he's a pretty chill guy. So there's a fence dividing their <laughs> like houses, so they cut a hole in the fence in the backyard, and they threw like a dual party last night. Wow, and hole in the fence party. DJs and, uh, and beers. Nice. Do you know that at last Burning Man, uh, my girlfriend goes to Burning Man because her family like runs it, kind of. Do you know last Burning Man, a guy ran into the fire? No. Everyone got mad at him. Burning Man. It's like burn. This is Burning Man. I don't know if you want to say that your girlfriend's family runs Burning Man. I think people might hit you up for that. Well, I'm not gonna help anyone go to Burning Man via. There you go. I want my girlfriend's uncle, but yeah, my girlfriend's uncle is like. He's one of the top people at Burning Man. They always ask, like, hey, do you want to go? Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> You're so not a Burning Man. Couldn't think, of a, couldn't think of a place I'd rather be less than Burning Man Festival. Let's try to think about it. Saudi Arabia? I'm just trying to think of deserts. <laughs> Let's just say deserts. <laughs> deserts. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all right. Uh, so, yeah, I just played golf this morning, came back. I had a nice little weekend. Yeah, I played golf. My one time a year I play golf. Seven iron strong. Seven iron. I only hit the green twice, and both times were worth a seven iron. Yes, it's the only nice. club I can hit. Uh, I still got. I got to listen to John, John, and Susan on the drive home because I missed the first four innings after golf. John Sterling is such a delight. He really is, dude. I've I've mentioned it uh, here and there in a podcast because, like, if I have to take the dog out or something, I'll usually just throw on the radio during the game, and just just for those like five minutes, it's. It's hilarious. I I was driving for three innings, and I tweeted out about four quotes or something like that. It was so funny. 
He just, he, like his introduction to Russell Martin got me so good. He goes, and now steps to the plate, Russell Martin, who is having an indescribably <laughs> bad season. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a little bit of a dying breed. It's, it's got a, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. All right. So, Yankees win again. You want to burn game one? Is there any health and wellness? Dude, I think, yeah, Hicksy, right? Oh, yeah, Hicks has cramps, so they took it easy. I think he's going to play tomorrow in the doubleheader, so they just took it easy today because they have Clint up anyway. Um, I'm not, yeah, I think I'm not, we I'm not think too worried about Hicksy. go through the transaction stuff, too, like Clint, Tyler Wade, uh, the Torres thing. I don't know if we want to mention that or whatever, but, yeah, there's there's a lot of side stuff. Yeah, Clint comes up, Hicks, Hicks is hurt. I'm not worried about that. Clint comes up and Wade comes up. This roster's kind of wild. Higsey, Wade, Clint, all up at the same time. The lineup today cracked me up. A lot of kids. Drury, just seeing all these names that <laughs> were a week ago so very out of focus and now like, boom. Think about it today because we had Wade made an appearance in the game. So Drury... Clint, Higgy didn't Higgy didn't make an appearance in the game, but he was on the roster. Wade, um, so it was like four guys that were starting in AAA two weeks ago. Basically, <laughs> all crazy. all made appearances this series. So that's that is pretty cool. I'm not worried about Hicks. I think it was precautionary to get, let him sit while you have the young Clint up. Wade coming up because hail the hailstorm came. And just got himself DFA'd by doing really good again. Sorry, bud. Classic. Classic move. Uh, Tanaka's making a start Tuesday. That's exciting. Yep. Boy. That's exciting. Health and wellness. Tanaka's coming back. Gary, they think, is uh, going earlier than they expected. He's looking pretty good. So that's That's good. That's fun fun as well. And Romine, Romine played this series. That's yeah. something. So he's good. Too. He was- now, the other thing is Chapman. Chapman's knees bothering him. I think they're doing that with kid glo- treating him with kid gloves as well. Boone said he might play. He's probably going to play fine for the Orioles series. Yeah, what was the visible Boone quote? Like, just, he just – Not worth like, it. Not, not worth it. <laughs> not, not worth it. it. Yeah. It's a lot of good lip reading from this series. Good, good little backhand at the Blue Jays, by the way. Yeah, yeah, not worth it. It is not worth it. Let's bring in Shreve. Let's bring in Shreve. Shreve, Shreve could have his heart arm dangling off, and they'd be like, worth it, whatever. Throw Shreve. Try righty, dude. <laughs> yeah, try righty. He might work out for you. It's like all those crazy story where the 10-year-old kid had a broken arm for two years and just became a lefty. Let's burn game one. Let's get into it. You want to burn, baby, burn. Noodle the doodle. That's your dog's name. Shout out to my dog. Yeah, we, we could do that. All right. Are you ready? Because I got the timer set. You ready? Um, yeah, let me find my spot. Find it already. Find it. Be the ball. See the ball. Be the ball. Get your hands through. How was your golf swing, man? Did you feel good out there? No, I felt terrible. We play a scramble and oh, best ball, you know. Uh, it's like Ryder Cup. Yeah. Two, there's two, the Papa family versus the O'Brien family. So I was partnered with my cousin Andrew, who basically had to take on the other two people by himself because I didn't. I had some nice putts. I had a real, I had some nice putts, but off the tee, terrible. All right, man. I did find 20 balls in the woods, which you know I love doing. You do love doing that. Mm-hmm. 
I used to go to the softball field with my dad when he played men's league and I was like six years old. And I'd show up with a garden hoe and a rake and a shovel and I'd just go into the woods and the creek behind the softball field and just find balls. Weird person. Do you, what, well, yeah, what's the thrill for you? Just finding it? Yeah, just finding the balls. And then I have a huge collection of balls and I'm like, then I have balls. Do you, do you make up a quick story in your head behind every ball? No, it's just like, look how many balls I just found. Yeah, weird. <laughs> you know what happens a lot? Because I do it at my little brother's baseball games. I do it at my dad's softball games. People would say, like, oh, that, those are our balls. And I say, no, you weren't going to get them. And I got them. So they're mine now. And then I have batting practice balls for days, man. Everyone's so impressed by my batting practice balls. Are you ready to yeah, burn? Burn game fun, dude. <laughs> Jeez, making me tell terrible stories about my lame hobbies. Yeah, that's, that's fun for me. All right. On your mark, get set. Burn. First game of the three-game set, Sam Gaviglio versus Sonny Gray. Same initials. How about that? Sonny Gray trying to order a one-way ticket out of the Bronx gets torched again. Travis RBI single. Grandy Man RBI single. Topped off by, well, if there's smoke, there's fire. Justin Smoke, three-run homer. It's 5 nothing Jays after two. Sonny pulled after two. Cheese and rice, young son. DFA specialist David Hale does Yeoman's work out of the pen. 5.1 innings, one earned run. Hey, Hicksie home run. He's hot. Hicksie walks in a run. He's hot. Yankees rally. Wrong. Tasker Hernandez, RBI double. That would be your final score at 6-2. Jays take game one of the series. Bad game. Bad game. Um, not a good start by Sonny Gray, I think would be, uh, I, I, you know, not to go into hot takes again like I normally do. But, uh, yeah, man. Tough. Yeah, really bad. And what's do we want to go into the whole conversation right now? I was just gonna ask you the same question. I think we have to. It'd be <laughs> it'd be unfair to bring up Sonny Gray's start and not talk about so. Sonny right so now. Boone said he gets the start versus Baltimore, right? Right away. I understand that. I don't want it, but I understand. Okay, like like it's only halfway through the season, and he's supposed to be this professional. If he goes two innings a ton earned again in Baltimore, you have to skip some starts, right? Yeah, and I mean, the thing that's – with all these advanced stats and things that are out there now, we've gotten away from wins and losses. (laughs) And that stat that you tweeted out, you were talking to KT Sharp Sharp about. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know, Sonny Gray has started 20% – of Yankees baseball games this season and his starts account for 30% of Yankees losses. They are seven and 10 in games. He starts and whatever and 19 now 21. No, whatever. And not now whatever and 19 in games he doesn't start. So they've had 19 losses in games. Sonny Gray didn't start and they've had 10 losses in games he has start, that's more than a third of the games. More than a third of the losses come on games Sonny starts. And listen, I'm ready to fully buy in to his pitching. Just puts the game to sleep. Everyone's like, yeah, I mean, Sonny blew it, but we still didn't score any runs. I almost fully, fully believe that's because he sucks the life out of everything, and it's terrible. <laughs> Sucks the life out of everything. It's tough. He does. 
His starts are so boring. They're painful. He's so bad. And it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We're at it's shoulder shrug season, basically. Because if he goes out this this next series versus the Baltimore and lays a dud, a compl- another stinker, th- doesn't make it past the fifth, gives up four or more earned runs. Are you going to be upset if they give him another start his next time in the rotation? Because I think I'm. I, it takes a while for me to get like irrational, but I I think I will be upset if they just say, "Yep, he's going to get next week again." Yeah, and this this is going to be a recurring thing for me in this podcast. Maybe I don't know. I, when do I say stuff like that? But we're going to find out a lot about the behind the scenes of what the Yankees really think about these guys. I'm I'm going to be talking about Domingo Herman a little bit with that kind of idea later. But we're going to find out if they really where they stand on Sonny in the next month, in the next couple weeks. Because, yeah, I, do you even do, like, the fake DL injury? Or is it just if Sonny throws another dud, is it just, like, punt team? Get out there. Yeah, what what is it? Move to the bullpen? You can't put him to AAA. I think, like, by Tuesday he gets his five years mark where you can't send him down. It's so like if they wanted to send him down, they would have to do it. But I don't even know if that sending him down helps him at all. Yeah, that doesn't help anyone. That just makes it, that just makes it more of a story. Yeah, that just yes, that might that probably makes it worse. Yes, that just that just amplifies things. So so it's either skip a start with a phantom DL, some just roster maneuvering with an off day if that allows itself. I haven't looked at the schedule, or put him in the bullpen for a little and give. One of the bullpen guys, like Cole or no, Sess is making a start out of start. Uh, Bullpen's uh, even tough too. That's the same magnifying glasses, like being sent down. This is Sonny Gross is an all-star pitcher. Now he's come to the Bronx and he's we're talking about sending him down or going to the bullpen or something. I, I mean, David I Price went to the bullpen last year. Like it, that's that has happened before. Right, but that was. That was also like injury related and well, Sonny's got an injured brain. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Injured brain, and that's that's where so my (laughs) my reoccurring theme of the episode that I just made up. Just think about how nutty it gets. So, say he even throws a good start at Baltimore. We've got the All Star break coming up. How many more starts would he have this month? Two, three. So now we're now we're making a big decision on Sonny Gray for this year and the next by the results of the next two three starts. And what if he does throw a dud? I it's it's looking like punt team, man. I don't know. What do you mean by punt team? DFA? No. I, so here's the thing, and it's what starting all these Twitter arguments. I mean, Sonny Gray still has value. So what do you like, mean by punt team? Trade. We won't go down the full trade route because we don't like that. But we we mentioned this with the Degrom rumors and all the other stuff. Sonny Gray still has a track record. He still pitched well on the road this year. I know you can't hide behind that anymore, really. But it the stuff is still there. It's not like his velocity is fully ticked down or anything like that. I mean, you know what? What if we struck up the the Cole Hamels conversation again? I mean. I don't think any team's going to want Sonny Gray. I think they would. It's you could get a potential two 
two, three starter for your team right now for the price of not much at all. But that's it's that's a, still gambling that he comes around because he's not a two, three starter right now. He's one of the worst starters in the MLB. Right. But that's been with the Yankees. And it's like you said, it's a head injury. And that's what teams and coaches, they they think they can work on that or change that. And maybe Sonny just needs to change the scenery. But it's like this guy was a really good baseball player. It's it's not like his values absolutely shot right now. It's not like people don't want him on their team. A lot of teams would love a chance to get Sonny Gray and get the Oakland Sonny Gray back right now. I don't so, I, I don't see that. I don't think a team out there wants Sonny Gray. I don't think Cash can move him. And his road ERA is now four oh seven, so that's out the window. I, I, out the window is tough, but I to say he's worse team, at home. He has uh, now, it, dude. He's had like three good games against yeah. poor against bad teams. To say a team wouldn't want to take Sonny Gray on as a project, why? It's, it's all about it's, young. It's all about young arms. They'd rather have a cheap young arm they control for much longer than take on a project for one more year. Sonny's got one year after this. Who's going to want to take on that project? Dude, look at look at Matt Harvey and how bad that situation got. They still got a starting MLB catcher for Matt Harvey who was doing worse than Sonny Gray was. I mean, that's a good comp. Sonny Gray. That's a good comparison. Sonny Sonny Gray has another year and a half of control. He has the potential to be really good. I mean, Harvey, you saw his stuff deteriorate. Sonny's stuff is still even there. That's Sonny the Gray best. has more value than Matt Harvey did. All right, that's that was a winning argument by you. Good, good comparison. Like that. Yeah, I, was I felt good. like Beningo guys for a minute. I'll give you My credit. arm started flying. I'll give you credit. That was a good comparison. Teams wanted Matt Harvey and are getting good innings out of Matt Harvey now. So that's a good comparison to why a team would want Sonny Gray. Yeah, and I I won't give. <laughs> too many pro Sonny Gray arguments because I don't want to die on that hill. But yeah, I mean, we before the season and even early in the season, we went through his track record. I mean, this in 2015, the guy was third in Cy Young voting. Yeah, I don't care about any of that anymore, man. Like, I'm I'm too irrational, delusional fan. Like, you can't tell. Like, I'm I'm out defending Sonny in any way imaginable. The results aren't there, and the feel isn't there. We had one game versus Kansas City where we were like, and that felt fun. Sonny was out there, like, throwing things. And then another game versus Toronto. We've had two games that felt like we had a quality arm out of 17 starts where it was like, oh, Sonny's in control right now. And they came against the Blue Jays and the Royals. Every other game has never felt great, even if, I mean, what does he have? Like, he's got a six innings pitch, one earned run. That didn't feel good. They just don't feel good, man. They just don't feel good. Yeah, and we'll see. The the one team that popped into my mind that, because you're right. you With your young player argument, you're absolutely right. If you're the Texas Rangers trying to move Cole Hamels, you'd rather just get two prospects with some ceiling, even if it's high risk or something like that, then, yeah, a year and a half of Sonny Gray, even if you turn it around, that's not going to do much for Texas next year. So it it has to be a team that almost wants to compete and would value Sonny Gray. The team that jumped to my mind, everyone's talking about them for Machado, but, like, what if you're the Milwaukee Brewers? If you could get Sonny Gray for kind of cheap or pennies on the dollar at this point, if you could straighten him out and get – 
Sonny Gray for the Brewers for a year and a half, kind of cheap, trying to make some playoff push. I don't know. There, there's still value out there. Cash likes dealing with the Brewers. As a as a fan of, a, can we get Kratz back? No, we don't need. Him. I don't know. It's it's gonna be wild to see what happens. We're we're gonna find out. Like <laughs> my reoccurring theme, what the Yankee organization feels about a lot of guys in the next month or so. All right. That's all for game one. It was a dud. The offense wasn't there. Hicks was Hicks was good. Yeah, man. Hicks, uh, you know, poop on my face, man. Yep. Uh, and David Hale. We got to talk about David Hale. David Hale's game log in the MLB okay. this year. April 23rd, two innings pitched for the New York Yankees. Zero earned runs. April 27th, three innings pitched for the Minnesota Twins. Four earned runs. May 11th, three innings pitched for the Yankees. Two earned runs. July 6th. 5.2 innings pitch for the Yankees. One earned run. He saved the bullpen, and we used the bullpen in the next two games. I wish we could have come out and got the win so we could really highlight him as a hero even more. But what he did was pretty awesome. I mean, five and two-thirds, 75 pitches in five and two-thirds. Dude could have went three more. David Hale, man. Hailstorm, our favorite performance we saw while we were in spring training. Does he, do we, does he have like a family and stuff? Do we know? <laughs> Why you feel bad for him? Well, so if he has a family, yes. If he's, I, I also like to pick my picture my David Hale having a bit of wanderlust. So he's just like, yeah, I'll pitch for any team, any time, man. Uh, he married his high school girlfriend in 2015. Okay. So high school girlfriend in 2015. Yeah, and he's 30 years old. So he was 27. He married his high school girlfriend. I mean, maybe so they, maybe they, maybe. Dating? No, maybe they dated for three weeks in high school, went their separate ways, enjoyed college. He fucked around in the minor leagues and then, you know, settled down. Hey, girl. Did, did David Hale date a Madison Bumgarner? That's the big question. Yeah. I mean, I'll Google David Hale wife and images real quick. And <laughs> almost, I mean, unless she's an artist, this makes no sense. It's just a bunch of drawings. All right. Anyway, David, yeah. David Hale. Was love, a, I, I saw I saw Madison Bumgarner pitch at a Rockies game yeah. earlier this week, and I I dropped the Madison Bumgarner dated a Madison Bumgarner. Got some head turns in the crowd, you some sh- eavesdropping. You, you just screamed it out. I didn't scream it, but it was one of those like loud enough. I wanted you to hear it if you were wearing Giants apparel. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Good for you. So, hey, David Hale. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Let's go on to burn of game two. This was a more fun game. Game two, the more fun game. I was at a family photo shoot for a couple of these innings every year because there's like 30 of us, our whole entire family's on here, get a photographer. We went down by the bay, took some photos. I had a wireless <laughs> wireless internet thing, and my laptop was just sitting there watching the game, making live live tweeting some GIFs. Saw you roaming around. You look good. Thanks, how'd, how'd the family pick them out, you think? Don't know. I haven't seen them, but there's no way I, I was good. So Was there like a theme? Red, white, and blue. But we have an infant three month old in the family now. So if he looks good in the picture, it doesn't, if he's looking at the camera, Uh, that is what the picture is going to be. So it's a lot of pressure because like, you know, if my, I look like shit, but I smile. You can get screwed pretty easily. True. Baby's looking good. Yeah. Usually it's like, if my sisters think they look good, it doesn't matter what I look like. They're going to choose that one as the one they send out. So now it's now it's baby females, then me and my brother. 
So there's no way we look good. Because we we look good in the least amount of pictures, but have the least amount of opportunity. You get what I'm saying. I've been eyes closed in pictures lately. It's really bothering me. You've just been closing your eyes? One, two, three, cheese, you close your eyes? Like, not intentionally. That's the part that's driving me nuts. That's embarrassing. That's weird, man. Weird, yeah. I'm not happy about it. We're revealing a lot about ourselves this episode. All right, game two. Are you ready? Game two. You ready? On your mark. Get set. Burn. Game two. Yankees Jays. A couple aces on the hill. Luis Severino versus J.A. Happ. Was this his audition for the Yanks? Hope not for J.A. He did a Sonny Gray impression. 2.2 innings. Six earned runs. Hey, how are you? Do people still want you? Don't care. But let's talk about how that happened. Let's start the game. Guardy party. Homer to right center. Oh, and then the big fella. We going back to back. Back to back. Eric Judge. It's 2-0. And then, hey, Drury, nice to see you, pal. There's an RBI double. It's 4-0 after one. Let's go to the second. Sevy didn't have his best stuff today. He was grinding. Pilar, Kevin Pilar, Rice Pilar. He hits a homer to left. Smoke scores 4-2 after two. Top three, Guardy triple. I'm hot. Uh, Guardy scores on the pass ball. It's 7-2 Yankees after three. Let's go to the fourth. Russ Grechuk, bad name. He hits a home run, 7-3. Pilar sack fly in the six. It's 7-4. It's starting to get antsy. We're starting to get ants in our pants. That would be it. Uh, top nine, Didi hits single to center. Andujar scores, 8-4. to four. Uh, Almedes Diaz hits a boring homer in the t- bottom of the ninth. 8-5, to five. that would be the final. Yanks win. Bats did their job. Ace Sevy didn't have his best stuff. Grinded through it. Sevy Holder, Robertson, Batances, Chapman, Sheree. Severino on an off day. Five innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs. Sonny Gray on semi-regular day. Two innings pitched, six hits, five runs. Did you, didn't you get Sonny Gray's average start? Like yeah. Four innings. It's four and two-thirds, like three runs. It's so bad, man. He's been so bad. But we're not talking about him anymore in this episode. <laughs> Done. Heavy. We won. We won. Uh, I love Guardy swinging first pitch. I looked it up. He's got like an 800 OPS, 286 average when he swings at the first pitch, which I thought that was pretty cool. But when he does that and just turns on the first pitch for a home run, because you know usually he's grinding and taking pitches, super fun. Judge follows him. I saw some stat. They are, they are, they are the like. There's only been a couple tandems that have gone back to back leading off games. Um, I forget who they were, but there's like only three tandems, and now they're in it. So, hey, that was exactly what we needed after that Sonny Gray stinker offense stinker game one. Like right away a jolt. And then Drury with the RBI double. That's really a bloop that Pilar messed up on. I hate Pilar in a, in a respectful way. I hate him because he's annoying and a really pesky outfielder. Like nothing personal about his character. I just hate playing against him. No, it's weird. I love Kiermaier. I don't like Pilar that much either. I lost love for Kiermaier last series versus the Rays because he's a hot dog. Yeah. Well, that's what I like. Yeah. It's like, it, it was bad though. That series. Against yeah. He was like rolling 10 feet after he made the catch. Yeah. It's world cup. bro. Oh, world cup season. Yeah. Go Croatia. My uncle dragon rooting for him. Not <laughs> about your uncle dragon. He's stoked. Yeah. I'm excited. Uncle dragon. It's from Croatia. Do you have World Cup fever? Not really, right? No, because the Yanks are on every day. But, I mean, it's on in the other 
team screen in the house. People are watching it. Do you know? I, you know what I saw in the World Cup fever? The Croatian fans are wearing water polo um, yeah. things because water polo is like the national sport of Croatia. That's hilarious. Like, hey, this is soccer, but we're we're water polo <laughs> country. We just yeah. need to let the world know. Don't forget about it either. Yeah, yeah. We're using the World Cup to promote water polo. So if you beat us in this stupid soccer game. Come meet us in the pool. Yeah, get your speedo on and bring it. <laughs> Shave down, lube up. <laughs> what are we talking about anymore? Game um, two, nice game. I mean, what else happened? Who else uh, was uh, Brett with three RBIs, and then Brett scored on a pass ball later on to get another yeah. run, which is he's been doing that lately. Drury with two RBIs and the one hit. It's weird. Brett's the only person that had uh, two hits, but. Judge had a hit. Didi had a hit. Stan had a hit. Drury had a hit. Bird had a hit. Hicks had a hit. Anduar had a hit. Higashioka had his first single. So everyone had a hit. But every starter except Hicks, because well, he got pulled because he got hurt, right? Yeah, but I thought he got a hit. No. Uh, he scored a run. He had two walks. Okay. So, in the words of Kenny Singleton, he was invited to the party. Yeah. But. Yeah. He didn't really dance because he got hurt. Yeah, but, but I mean that was a good. I th- it was a good game. I thought. Yeah, it was kind of weird seeing Sevy a little offbeat. He gave up two homers. I'm blanking on the at bat. He had to really grind out one at bat. That was, that was, that was nice. <laughs> I think it was <laughs> in the better. third inning. He was at like 70 pitches in the third inning or something like that. Pretty yeah, cool. and it was kind of a pivot point of like, is this actually going to be a game, and are you going to get to Sevy or not? Holder. Yeah. Holder gave up a run. That's. Wasn't happening for a really long time. It's now happened twice in like his last two or three outings. Robertson was good. Batances was good. And then Chapman gets a little bit hurt. Shreve comes in, gives up a home run. Yeah, we're shocked. Shocker. Your grandma, your that on the Twitter machine. Yeah, grandma had some good quotes. It was just like, why is he always bringing this guy in? I was like, oh, why do they name this guy in? And then when he hit the home run, he's like, I told you, I hate when he brings this guy in. Grandma's right. Speaks for Grandma, all of us. Grandma's always right. Man, um, Shreve's bad. We, yeah. won't, we won't really touch on that too much, but Shreve is, come on, dude. <clears throat> Did you like yeah. how Shreve goes, what was that after the home run? Yeah. The fuck was that? <laughs> what do you mean, the fuck was that? What am I, what am I doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else for this game. I got nothing else. Let's go to game three and then get to awards. What was that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a home run, Shreve. It's your eighth given up home run of the year. Were you playing baseball? <laughs> What's that? Game three. You ready to burn it? Yes, sir. On your mark, get set, burn. Game three with a pair of kids on the bump. Ryan the Rookie Baruki versus Domingo Herman. Little fun fact, Domingo is Spanglish for Sunday. And the kids were dealing on a beautiful Domingo in Toronto, eh? Yanks would push one across in the first on an Anduhar ground out. one nothing all the way until the sixth inning. Herman's only mistake, a solo shot to super hunk Kendrick Morales. Locked up at once. We would head into extras. Bunos Cantos. The tenth inning where Toronto makes the mistake of putting Charlie Brown at uh, Tyler Clifford. Bird hit by pitch. Pinch runner Tyler Wade. Hey, Tyler. Romine sack bunt. Then it would be a party time. It's a guardy party. RBI single. Robertson shuts it down for the save. We went Herman, Warren, Swaggering, Robertson. Whoa, the Peckerheads in the pen. Hold it. Yanks win the game and the series 2-1. to one. Let's go Yanks. Let's go Yanks. 
Series win. That's what I liked the most about it. We won the series. Extra inning game. Didn't really feel like an extra inning game. Quick extra innings. I want to guess at this number because I think I heard Ruko say it on the broadcast. I think now after this series, they're 19-2-2 in their last however many series that is. <laughs> 20, 23 series. Yeah, that would make sense. It would be the, they lost the Rays series when they got swept, and they lost that Rangers series when they blew two five nothing leads. And they haven't; those are the only two series they've lost in a long time. Yeah, which is which is pretty nutty. So yeah, I think I think Ruko said it was eighteen two and two coming into this series. So you win uh, nineteen of your twenty three series. You're doing pretty well. Yep. All right. What do you want to talk about, Herman? Let's just go into awards. This game. No, let's talk about the small ball. Yeah, I mean the Yanks can't win if they don't hit homers. The small Is, small ball. Listen, here's the thing about small ball that the simpletons love. When it works, it's the most easy, easiest thing in the world. When it works, like that's why when it doesn't work, which it doesn't work more than it works statistically speaking, the sack bunt hurts more than it helps the analytics say. But when it does work. That's why it's so easy to be like, do that every time. Well, if they just did that, because when it works, man, I mean, Bird gets hit by pitch. Did you see Clippard was like, he didn't get out of the way. He didn't move. Yeah. Like, Shut up, Clippard. Yeah. Well, don't don't hit him in the pitch. Don't throw the pitch at him. And he, he not a problem. Yeah. Romine, yeah. Romine Bunce, Boone says they had it on. Romine hasn't been hitting shit lately, and he's slow. So, I, I yeah, you get yourself out of the double play. And so that was my big thing coming into the inning because it was Bird, Romine, Guardy. I said if one of those guys gets on base, you're going to have to deal with Judge in the 10th inning with Tyler Clifford on the mound. So and that's it's one of those situations. You know, actually, I mean, Booney put himself on the line a little bit. He would have got, got beat up pretty good if they didn't score the run or something yeah. like that. Or, you know, hey, Romine swinging the back of this year. End of the day, it's your backup catcher. You you put in a pinch runner, and when you get that runner to second, that means you're going to give your leadoff hitter and your two-hole hitter, who's arguably one of the best players in the game, a chance to win it for you in extra innings in a game in a game where runs were tough to come by. So and the, well, the dif- I, the difference from the last time when everyone was screaming you have to do small ball was last time they wanted Guardy to bunt the runner over which would then take in the bat out of Judge's hand. So you would have been trading two at-bats for one out. You would have been trading Gardner's at-bat and Judge's at-bat for one out. In this situation, they're bunt Romine, who's had been swinging a wet newspaper lately anyway, so who cares about losing his at-bat, and they're not going to walk Gardner to get to Judge, even though there's a base open. So you're only taking that bat out of Romine's hand. So it's a it's situational, it's much different, and Boone went for it, and it worked. And Tyler Wade, hey, Thank good good job, Tyler. I was I was happy he got involved, and it was a really good read. Uh, that that throw is probably close with a lot of runners, maybe not yeah. Guardy, but it wasn't even close. He was busting around. He, he got a good read on it too. When that when that first came off Guardy's bat, I thought the left the left fielder would have a chance to catch it. Yeah, and he didn't. Uh, he had no chance. So that was good. And it was fun to see him get all pumped up. Let's fucking go! Slap well, judge's hand. Who do you think's a better pinch runner, Almedes Diaz or? Tyler Wade. Dude, there's nothing more embarrassing than pinch running for a guy because now he's out of the game. 
Like you just like he can't play anymore. You just took the guy out. Just can't that guy can't play anymore because you're gonna come in and steal second base, get picked off, not even thrown out by the catcher. That's a little less embarrassing, but picked off, and now you're out of the game. And like what was like Morales? Like hey man, now I can't play no more because you did hey. that. <laughs> hey Almedes, come over here. I can't play in this baseball game anymore. I scored the only run for our team on a home run. So you could get picked off. <laughs> yeah. It's embarrassing. Because no. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's going to get an award, so I'll give Tyler Wade some love right now. He made a nice little play at second base, too. Yeah, he, um, he, he made that look a lot easier than it, it had to be, which... You know what's, I, you know I what's know funny I'm, about this? Pick- We're, it's everything Tyler Wade we, has been good at. Like, he didn't get an at-bat. Yeah. So we have nothing bad to say <laughs> about him. Yeah, Tyler Wade can run. Tyler Wade can play D. Yeah, we knew that. He just can't hit. It's it's one of those things that it's it's a little reassuring to see though, because it's like okay, if this kid could hit, if this kid could hit heck two fifty with a three thirty on base percentage, he could be a valuable asset when you see the defense and you see the running. Yeah. But if he's hitting, <laughs> what was he hitting earlier this year? Like oh ninety three or something. Actually, what, what's what's his bag at? I'll look that up, and All then right. you can this award. This. Oh, dude, are we full idiots? Did we do? Did you do the shirt thing? Do no. you want to talk about that? No. Well, first we're gonna do this. We are full idiots. This episode is brought to you by <laughs> Jen Castro, Jack McGrath, and Richard Skelton. Those are our latest Patreon subscribers. If you want to support the show. You can subscribe on Patreons. $2 a month, $1 a month, you can do that. $2 a month gets you some perks. It gets you live video footage. It gets you access before anyone else has access. gets you some other video content I put on there. And it gets your name in a raffle at the end of each month for a free jersey from affordablejerseys.com. Yankee jerseys, majestic, no name on the back. And uh, it's nice uh, if you want to keep the show going until we get big enough uh, where we have, like, you know, pushing Lisa mattresses or uh, – Gatorade. Does Gatorade do some podcast sponsors? But, uh, yeah, so that that helps us in the meantime. Patreon.com slash TalkingYanks. That's where you can help us out. We do have some things going on, so we're going to do awards really quick. But before awards, we're looking uh, to up our reviews again. And uh, it's a shitty thing just to be like, great, review, subscribe. Uh, every episode we get nauseated by doing that. Instead, we're going to uh, try to help you help us. Leave a review, make it something funny, something silly, or just nice. We've done this before in the past. Jake's going to choose his top three. I'm going to choose my top three. We're going to snake draft them at, during the All-Star break, so you have a little bit to get this done. In your review, leave the shirt you like the most at Talking Yanks store, the TalkingYanks.com store, our merch. Leave the shirt you like the most. If, you, if, if we choose your review, you will get a free shirt a talking Yankee shirt or whatever shirt you like the best in our store. So we're going to help you help us. You leave reviews. We give out uh, prizes to our favorite reviews. Let's go into awards. So yeah, be silly, be fun. Maybe be weirdly serious. Maybe we'll like that. Try play, play your card, play, you know? Yeah. Do, do, do try your hardest, do your best. Try your hardest, do your best. All right. Awards. Let me pull up. The Who goes awards. first? You go first, Jake. And I'm hoping you don't steal my guy. I go first? Yeah. Stealing your guy. Because the, the fans asked on Twitter, I'm a weird guy. Yeah? You're weird? Sometimes, 
sometimes if the people request it, I'm in. Sometimes I'm out. So but I'm, I'm, I'm going to – it's a guardy party, man. God damn it. Yeah, dude. I, I, I was snaking that, snaking that from you the whole time. You know, the numbers for the series aren't, aren't lights out. Impressive. I mean, 5 for 15, 333 batting average, which John Sterling loves saying 333, like whenever he has a chance to say it. I don't know if you, you noticed that. He's, he did it a ton early in the season. Like like when players have those early batting averages, that's like, oh, they're, you know, they're uh, uh, 20 for 60. He's like, oh, 333. How about that, Susan? <laughs> so it's like, like oh, the dude. one piece of math he can do. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's his, that's his turkey math. Um, he had the winning RBI single today. Uh, he, had, he had the home run. Uh, and, dude, he's back to – he's just doing Brett Gardner things. He's, uh, I think, on the the year now, his on base percentage is three forty eight, something like that. Let me let me confirm that three forty seven. Excuse me. He's playing defense. He left field and center field. He's doing a great job this year. His reaction after hitting the RBI single today was pretty fantastic. It was very like <laughs> the king has done it again. <laughs> he like put his head down, put his arms up, and is like, "You, you young, you young bucks are welcome. You get to see this." <laughs> I like when he does that celebration. You, and I'll, I'll let you gush about your boy a little bit, too. No, he's good. I mean, he brings a certain energy, and I call him the pulse. And that that opening home run was – the Yankees needed that so, so badly. And I think – I don't know if it's the pitcher where he chooses his spot or just uh, the mood. I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't know if he just – it was just straight matchups. He's like, I think this pitcher is going to throw me a fastball. Or he went up there saying, I got to start something. But I love when he jumps on the first pitch and hits a home run. He's done it a couple times. I think he's done it three times now this year. So that's uh, he took he took a a first pitch fastball from from Clippard and was super pissed at himself, which was fun to see as well. Love when he gets mad at himself. Uh, so that's who I was gonna have as my pride. You stole him from me, which is bullshit. Wow. Yeah, pretty mad at you. I'm gonna go. Who fills you with pride, Jim? Now I'm gonna go. My pride of the Yankees this week, this series is Domingo Herman. Ooh, he's the only, on a Sunday on a Sunday. So, you know, he's playing on his name day and the only starting pitcher to have a plus plus performance out of three. Sonny was terrible. Severino was B Severino, which is still serviceable and good. C Severino. Yeah. Herman was good, man. Six innings pitch, one on run. He got out of the, the jam he got out of when it was bases loaded and I forget who was the hitter was, but they poked a foul ball that would have been a three-run double, but it just went into the stands. And then next pitch strikes him out with a nasty uh, breaking ball, like really nasty breaking ball, which he threw 3-2 with bases loaded, two outs, so he's trusting his stuff. I just got to see it more. It's so fun when he does it. He could go out next. I, I, I still don't have faith in Herman. I have faith that maybe down the line he can become a good pitcher. I, well, that's not faith. That's hope. I don't have faith every. I don't have faith every start with Herman. So when he does this, it's really nice surprise. Recurring theme of the episode. What's that? What's my reoccurring theme of the episode? Your reoccurring theme of the episode is we're gonna see how the Yankees truly feel about these guys in a little bit. Which leads me to Domingo Herman. So they showed the swing and, swing and miss stat today on the broadcast that he's, for pitchers that have thrown 1,000 pitches, he has the second most swing and miss 
second highest swing and miss percentage on his pitches, which that's what baseball and everyone's looking for nowadays. It's all about the strikeout. Domingo stuff is there. I think it's funny because the way you and me talk about Domingo Herman, we're like, yeah, he's talented. I think there's a chance he could be like a solid starting pitcher. There's a slim chance he could be really good because he has the arm talent. And there's still a chance that he's not, not that great as a pitcher because it seems to be inconsistent. And I don't know, we're just not fully bought in. Man, I, I have to feel – so the starting pitcher thing is real now. I think you and me fought it for a while, but where Sonny's at – um, we don't fully trust Domingo. You can't just keep banking on David Hale to be a stud. The Yanks are going to go out and get a pitcher. I, I don't know what caliber. Teams are going to be asking for Herman, man. And I think that's what we're going to find out. If the Yankees really honestly think he can become a 2-3 type starter, they're not going to move him. If the Yankees think he's going to be – he's Going to be a four or five guy. He'll probably be inconsistent, blah, blah, blah. I think he gets traded. And I think teams, there's going to be teams out there that look at Domingo Herman and say, yes, all the arm talent. He's got the swing and miss stuff already. We just got to make him more consistent. Um, I think I called him a pitching coach's dream in a tweet yeah. today, which is dramatic. But yeah, team, you know, everyone starts dreaming up their, their trade packages in, in the Twitterverse. I think Domingo has climbed up the ladder on A, someone Cashman would move, and B, someone teams are going to inquire more and more about. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if the Yankees are in a position to move any starting pitchers, though. Yeah, it would it would be curious to see how everything plays out with Sonny Gray and what's available. More teams are going to be asking for Domingo Herman than I originally thought. The biggest thing Herman did to earn pride of the Yankees too, with like that performance, but with the double header tomorrow, saving the pen, if he laid a dud, like the Yankees are fucked. So the fact that he could go six innings and uh, the extra innings kind of made us use more of the pen than we wanted to anyway, one extra inning, but that was big. So I'll give him pride of the Yankees. It's his first pride of the Yankees on Talking Yanks this season. He had th- three motherfuckers before that. One from you, one from me. One from you. <laughs> so, uh, congrats. Congrats, Domingo. Congrats, Domingo. Uh, On a Sunday, nonetheless. So, so, who's your motherfucker? And if you steal mine, I mean, are we just sharing again? I think we have to, unless we just want to kick Shreve in the nuts. But, yeah, let's... No, it's... We'll, we'll, all right, good. We'll, we'll do our final notes on Sonny Gray. I don't He's, think we talk he, about him at all. Because we're going to end up having a long conversation, and we already had a long conversation at the start of the show. Yeah, we, Sonny, Sonny Gray, you are the Yankees motherfucker right now. And he knows it, which hurts me a little bit inside. So that is the second time Sonny Gray has been the unanimous both of our picks motherfucker. <laughs> In the last week and a half. His last two starts have been so bad. They have. Two innings pitched, a bunch of runs. That, uh, yeah. You gave him pride of the Yankees recently. What an idiot you are. How recently? I don't know. We're on episode 126, and you gave it to him episode 117. Okay, so yeah, a little while ago. Yeah. It was hope. So, all right, so let's go on to regular old awards. You're up first. We're just your regular, average day, normal guys. Nothing special about me, motherfucker. I was going to give... I had one for Herman lined up. It was going to be a trade thing. Wow, you, you snaked mine, so I snook yours. 
You snook me, so I snook you. Hey, snook you. All right, go. You know what? Now I'm going to make my word more angry because I'm, I'm mad at you. I hate you. Go. I'm going to do the uh, uh, Daddy Can Play a Little Second Base Award. Oh, Brendan Drury, huh? Yeah, he drew. Uh, he, got, he got the start at 2B. You were just on your high horse. Oh, the Yankees will never play him there. Oh, my beard's so nice. Oh, Drury. <laughs> Do you remember when you said that? I never said the beard thing. But I but it was the first time he played second as a Yankee. So I I didn't I thought I think Neil was gonna get majority of I thought Neil was gonna get majority of the at bats. It seems like they're platooning Neil and Drury because Neil's righty at bat is a piece of shit. So Drury will yeah. get righty at bats at second. Um which I'm happy with. I didn't think because they just hadn't played him and they didn't play him once at second in spring, they didn't play him once at second in the minor leagues. So I didn't think they were going to use him a lot at second, but I'm happy with it because I'd rather see Drury out there than Neil. So don't get me wrong, I'm happy, but I'm happy about it. Yeah, and he um he had the two RBI double. He, it's I don't love Drury's stance. I don't know if that's something you want to talk about. Didn't we do a whole bit at the beginning of the season how much we love Drury's stance? It was so professional. Well, we were just falling in love with how professional he was, especially on defense. He just looked like a third base. He stands like. A little too far away from the plate for me. I don't know. That's just something. So but judge. He, uh, he's good. Um, six seven. Drury, uh, hey, first base, second base, third base, and I think he's played a little corner outfielders in the majors. Not that I, we're gonna need it. Maybe in a fun fourteen inning game at some point this year. Uh, dude could be a really big asset for this team. He could be our the quote unquote Ben Zobrist chic thing that everyone was looking for a few years back. If he can get three, four starts a week, uh, we'll see. But uh, glad he's on the big team. Hey, we got a triple-A all-star, man, up up playing for the Yanks. So. Neil, Neil needs to go. Are we still on that? Yeah, I still think Neil needs to go. Uh, I think he will soon because, I don't know, man, like you got other spots to fill. If Drury can take care of the infield, right, and then who else is on the bench? No, it'd be a pretty good water, water into wine, Cashman situation. Deals Neil Walker and Sonny Gray for something. <laughs> There's impossible, man. That's, hey. that, that's impossible. I wish I. That, I laid it out there for you. Be like, that'd be like me waking up and being five eleven. Like, oh great, now I'm average height. You think that'll happen? No, I don't think that'll happen at all. I think that once Toe comes back from his family situation, which is terrible. And he yeah. and he's available, and he can be the backup shortstop. And Drury has can play every other position. Torres is back at starting shortstop. Drury on the bench. Torres on the bench. Neil Walker out of here, and then Clint can be there for outfield, and we can have our outfield person. Yeah, imagine if Tyler Wade was serviceable. I hope he gets in that bat. He's going to get in a bat in this doubleheader. Awesome. So we'll see. Him. Hope he does a nut job be fun if you did I, did I say his stats before because i did look them up what are they so this season he's hitting 086 nice no he's just figuring it out it's all it's all Dude, about swing pass. he had the flu jake lay off lifetime 129 that's, and 93 bats so that's better than me it's better than you that's, hey i know he hasn't gotten his full shot yet but oh <laughs> the, the, 
the half shot he's got has been real bad. <laughs> All right. My first award goes to it is the. Yeah, sounds about right. See you later award. No, I don't want to name it that. I think I've done that already. Okay, bye. You, award. you, you, your award names always. Sometimes you have like prepared like John Sterling type cute things. Yeah. And other times you just, you, you just go full dry humor. Oh, okay. Award. Yeah, because that depends on how long it takes for you to jump onto the podcast. And if you give me extra time, I'm like, okay, I'll think of awards. But you were speedy today, kind of, I guess. I wasn't speedy. I rode my bike to the store. Anyway, this is the Okay Bye Award. Okay Bye Award. All right. Goes to CC Sabathia for getting kicked out of a game he wasn't playing in for arguing <laughs> strikes and balls. And then uh, that whole situation was pretty funny. Pretty great video. I, I, They had the ump mic'd up because I, I posted the video. It's got a ton of action so far across social media. They had the ump mic'd up. I took the audio of Boone and Guardy and put it into a uh, audio editing program to raise out their voices, try and bring them out so you can hear them. And someone res- responded, it was Guardy backing up Boone, who was backing up CeCe, who was backing up Higashioka. Because Higashioka got a pitch called on him that they didn't think was strike. CeCe was yelling at the ump about it. The ump kicked CeCe out of the game. Boone took a step to go talk to the ump, and Guardy goes, let him fucking hear it, to Boone. And then yeah, Boone said, cool. Boone's line was, you chased him down, like rabbit ears. Like, you were you were looking to egg him on just so you could throw him out. But how about CeCe, man? Old man CeCe is just like the happiest dude, just, just riding umps <laughs> in, like, games we're winning. Yeah. Uh, just... <laughs> Defend, defending his boy Higgy, man. Dude, it was really funny when you heard the ump like, I'm not going to let you yell at me all day, CC. Like, I, I know this ump is rabbit ears and all that, but the ump's got a point. <laughs> yeah. I think you you say that, you move on from the situation, and then if you hear one more thing. Yes, obviously. Then it then it's pretty fair. It, it, was, it was a quick hook. Oh, it was re- really quick. But him saying just like, I don't want to hear you yell at me all night. Like, yeah, I can't have you just yelling at me. Like, all night. You're annoying the fuck out of me, Cece. Go away. And Cece was Cece was totally cool to getting thrown out. Oh yeah, it was. It was. He was happy to get thrown out. Imagine the smile on Cece's face because he wasn't angry. Angry when he got thrown out, he was happy. the The smile on his face walking from the dugout down the hallway to the clubhouse had to be the biggest shit eating grin. One attendant was in there that saw him. What do you think he did the rest of the game? Like, he's watching the game, yeah, but, like, what's he doing during the game? I think he went, grabbed an iPad, and watched some, like, TV show on the couch yeah. with the game on the TV in the clubhouse. Definitely dual dual wielding. He loves the show Power on Stars, and the first episode just came out, so CeCe was 100% sitting on the couch in the dugout watching Power on the iPad that they use for scouting videos and and watching the game in the background. Yeah. Loving life. Well, I hope he had fun. Oh, yeah. That's maybe why he Eating, got thrown out. Snacking. Oh, he was snacking for sure. It's like extra time. Like, oh, you know, like it's like you're in the bonus because you weren't supposed to be able to snack right now. So you got to get some snacking in. And it's pretty cool at his point because if you're a young guy, you get thrown out. Like, you're still on eggshells. Like, you can't you can't be in the locker room after you get tossed like, playing video games as a young guy no you know you're you, that that gets you chewed out pretty hard 
CC could literally pretty much be doing anything and get away with it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, so he gets the okay bye award. Okay, bye award. Yeah. You're up. What's your award? I'm going to go with the hmm, – I'm between two guys. Who, who's a – do you know who your second award's going to? Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me a hint who it is? A pitcher. Okay. Neither of my guys. I'm going to do a – you down with OBP? Yeah, you know me award. You down with OBP, on base percentage. Yeah, who do you think it's going to? I don't know. Who's is it? Someone that I mean. Mm. Ooh, I like I like that you're in a pretzel right I, now. I mean, my guess was you're going to give it to Bird because he hasn't been hitting at all, but his on base percentage for every series is in the four hundreds. Uh, he had a couple hits this series, um, and by a couple I mean two. Or I don't know, Stanton. Right with Greg Bird. So it came to. Final award came down to Greg Bird and Stanton. I went Greg Bird because you're right, and it's funny because he's still not really hitting. He had a hit today. But the past, I want to say the past four series, his on-base percentage has been like above 400, which is comical because he's still not doing much. Dude, we talked about this before the year in the preseason projections. His OBP is up to 321 right now. On the year? On the year, which I know that, again, not not great. He's hitting 202. If you start piecing this together, Greg Bird looks a little bit better at the plate. If he can get if he can get a little hot streak, get that batting average even up to 220, which I think he could well, with a double header tomorrow you could do that. But hey, Greg Greg Bird's starting to get there. He got that home run like I quote unquote predicted. And eighth hole today. They're uh Boone's uh, they're they're letting it be known, like, hey, Greg, you you got to bring it a little more than you're doing, buddy. And I I think it's starting to come around. So. Oh yeah, but they're trading for the Mustakas. Oh, dude, can I? We haven't talked about this. You want to give give some quick Mustakas thoughts? Mustakas at his best is Bird at his seventy five percent. Mustakas has played three games at first base. Bird is a pretty adequate first baseman. Moustakis is worth a lot of money. Bird is free. Bird at his best is better than Moustakis at his best. I don't think every time Brian Cashman makes a trade, it's someone we didn't hear about or know about. So anytime a rumor gets leaked, I automatically assume it's not. Okay, good. That's not going to happen. This was just one article, one dude. He got a lot of headlines for one day. I put no stock into this. Yeah, so I I got intrigued by it the other day because I was like, okay, this Moustakis thing is starting to get real again, all the spring training stuff, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I look at Moustakis' career, and it's not – I don't want to say not good, but I think part of Moustakis' value is that he's a third baseman, and I think he's a solid third baseman. Um, but, dude, his, his OBP stats are – well, and we're talking about the OBP award. His, his OBP stats are pretty bad. He's really only had one good year. That was last year. And I guess he's on pace again this year to do similar things. But, yeah, man, his, his OBP last year was 314. So, yeah, I mean, he hit 38 home runs, which is what he's trying to do. But it, it doesn't seem like a fit, and it doesn't seem that necessary. So, I'm uh, yeah, I'm out on the moose stuff, too. Cool. 
All right, are you done with your OBP oh, award? Yeah, I think so. I, I I looked at Greg Bird's game log like I was gonna use it for something, but you you, you can. I ready for my next award? I think so, man. It's the foreign movie award. The foreign movie award, huh? Yep. Okay. Got any guesses? No, not at all. <laughs> Adam Warren. Adam Warren. Okay. Watching Adam Warren pitch is like when I watch a foreign movie and have to read subtitles. It could be the best movie in the world, but I'm zoning out every 30 seconds because, dude, I don't want to read subtitles while I watch my movies. I just want to watch the movies. That's what Adam Warren is when he pitches. He could be pitching amazing. Today, two innings, serviceable innings, kept us in that game. Tie ball game comes in, two innings, two hits, zero earned runs, zero runs. I had to tell myself, ooh, pay attention. I just kept zoning out. He just, like, just drones uh, like a foreign movie. Yeah, and I I forget if I tweeted or not because I was having some mixed Adam Warren emotions. By the way, Greg Greg Bird's OBP in the last 14 days, 382. That's good. So, yeah, that's two weeks getting on base at a 380 clip. Adam Warren, man, it's brutal. He did a great job today. Two innings, scoreless, in a tied game. The the part that, like, I don't want to say hurt me again. I always feel like I, I'm saying I'm hurt when I talk about Adam Warren. Just think about if you're the Blue Jays. You see Domingo Herman come out of the game, who's got a mid-90s fastball, a wipeout breaking ball when it's right. And then you see Adam Warren come in. I mean, we, I know our limited <laughs> baseball experience, but think about it. When you, when you saw the good pitcher or the more electric picture come out and then you saw the guy that was throwing, you know, 65, but he can hit the corners. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we're talking about guys throwing 65 back in our day. Yeah, you just you just get more excited as a team. Like, okay, we can, we can get to this guy for sure, which is tough because he did a great job. But I don't know. Just keep doing the good, Adam Warren. And the two, the two innings actually was big with the doubleheader coming up. Yeah, it was really big. All right. Boone, Boone, really, really instills, Boone really instills trust in his guys. Jimmy. He does, and he spreads out the bullpen. Like we used – the only guys that got used twice this series were Shreve, who the fuck cares, and only because Chapman got hurt a little – and Robertson pitched two innings. So Green pitched an inning. Warren pitched two innings. Chapman pitched uh, an out. Patances pitched an inning. Holder pitched an inning. Hale, five and two-thirds. So everyone got used, but it's got spread out. So that's nice. So that's nice. I have a game. We're, we're done with awards. You gave out two or you have one more? Yeah, I'm done. All right, quick game, Jake, to end. To, to, quick game. Oh, let me cut off your game. Just because we we haven't mentioned his name at all, Giancarlo. No, Giancarlo. That's part of the game. So be. Oh, shut, okay. Shut your butt. Shut your butt. Now this ruins the whole thing. Who has played the most games for the Yankees? Giancarlo. In 2018. Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton. He's played 86. Judges played 85. Didi's played 82. Who has the most hits on the Yankees? Ooh. Giancarlo. Giancarlo Stan has the most hits on the Yankees. 90 hits. Judge has 89. Andujar has 81. Didi has 80. Who has the most doubles on the Yankees? Andujar. Andujar is 25. Judge has 18. Stanton in the top three, 17. Who has the most home runs on the Yankees? Judge. Judge. Judge has 25. Stanton has 21. Hicks has 16. Hicks, nice. Didi has 15. Torres... 15, 
Gary, 14, Andujar, 12. Who has the most RBIs on the Yankees? Judge. Judge, 58, Stanton, 51, Didi, 46. Who has the most walks on the Yankees? Judge. This is the craziest stat. Okay, so after walks, let's do strikeouts. Who has the most strikeouts on the team? Judge. Judge and Stanton are tied. They have 120 each. I don't know if this includes the latest Blue Jays game. Okay. 120 strikeouts each. After that, Gary has the most with 60. So that's a little crazy. Walks, though. Walks. Judge has 63 walks. Stanton has 34. Yeah, man. Judge is crazy. But I just also wanted to prove, like, Stan's up there for everything and like, still not getting credit for it. Yeah, we dude, we didn't, like, mention him. At all, until right now. It's hard for us to talk about every player in an hour, 15-minute show. Yeah, and I mean, he didn't he didn't have a quote-unquote specials here. I mean, he had he was 3 for 11, 3 walks, 273 average, 429 OBP. He's still looking – he's looking more more comfortable at the plate. The total numbers are, are there, like that, that little drill we just did. Again, left field and right field, um, and I – I'm going to knock on wood and, and probably jinx it. But this this is a guy that we there were health concerns previously in this guy's career. And like you just said, he's played the most games for us. So yeah. I don't know. He's 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 doing really good. And he's I, I feel like I haven't been seeing as many uh, just like ugly Giancarlo strikeouts. You know what I'm saying? Not as many. Not as often. There's still every now and then. Yeah. Today they were trying to say he foul tipped that one ball, then they showed the replay and it wasn't even close. That was pretty funny. What happened on the catch? What happened in the catch on Sunday's game, today's game, where Sterling called it a home run, then said Stanton just made it like a leap for it, but the ball wasn't even near him? You missed that? Yeah, I haven't, that seen, I haven't seen replays yet. Oh, so dude dude pokes one. I forget if it was Smoke or whoever it was. But it looked it looked like gone. Looked looked like it was launched. And so, uh, so then it kind of looked like Giancarlo was doing like a pity go back to the wall. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he like full scale that he goes arm over the wall, like Superman up. And it's like, whoa, is he going to have a shot at this? And then the ball hits the wall, but like 10 yards left. <laughs> so he wasn't really close. So I, I think he was kind of doing that like for theatrics, like he thought it was gone, but he, he looked like he was going to give it a heroic effort, and then it hit the fence 10 yards that way. <laughs> Crazy. All right, the last thing we need to say on this episode before we go is we've talked about this a lot, Labor Day, Yankees in the Bay Area, where I reside usually. We have a suite, a Talking Yank suite, Monday, September 3rd in Oakland. Monday, September 3rd in Oakland. It's a 4.05 start which is Eastern time. So it's a one o'clock start California time. If you're a Bay Area Yankee fan that listens to the show or you're just or someone you know who, a Bay Area or you know a Bay Area fan or you're someone that just wants to travel and go to a game uh, at the Coliseum. We have 10, we have 20 spots. We're going to give them to 10 people. You get two tickets. You can bring a friend. How you enter the raffle, okay, is you go to TalkingYanks.com Click store or merch or whatever the little word is, but to get to our store, if you buy a $25 shirt, 
with the or a shirt in our store using the code NYYOAK, New York Yankees Oak. NYY Oak, okay? That puts you in the running. 10 people will win the raffle that buy a shirt and you will get a guest to bring. So basically what you're doing is you're buying a $25 shirt, which enters you into the raffle. And then from that shirt, you get two tickets to a suite with free food, free drinks, hanging out with Jake and I and talking Yanks crew. And yeah, J- July 31st, Orioles at the stadium. That's a separate, Poppy- that's a separate thing. Poppy Gordo will be there. Yeah. We got a lot going on. So, so, Get excited. Yep. So, one, leave a review to win a T-shirt. Two, buy a T-shirt to get entered into the Bay Area Oakland game. Three, July 31st, we'll be at the Yankee game. And uh, Jake lands at 1 p.m. and the game's at 7. I think we're just going to head straight to the Bronx area, hang out at the bars, hang out in parking lots, say hi, because it's going to be trade deadline. So we might have to do a trade deadline podcast right away from the parking lot or something like that at that game. I like that. All right, that's the end of the show. Thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, Thank you, the Yankees, for winning another series. We we forget to thank them a lot. Thank you, the Yankees. Yeah, thanks, Yanks. Oh, what was I going to uh, – maybe a final note. Our our friend Jeff was just in Spain. He did, did a Spain and London trip. said he saw a ton of, like, Yankees hats. He said it was by far the sports team that stuck out the most. Nice. Well, you can, th- you can thank Jay-Z for that. Oh, made the Yankee hat more famous than the Yankees did. Wow. How about that? Pretty cool claim to fame. Let's go Yanks. I didn't see the stats on it though, so I don't I don't trust him completely. Manalytics. Go Yanks, go Yanks, go Yanks. Tell him, grandma. Go Yankees.